Right guys, what's up? So welcome back to the Get To Know podcast. It's been quite a while, a good six, seven month hiatus. And the rest, yeah. It's yeah. Been a long time. Been a lot going on. So first of all, we're just going to catch up and kind of fill you in what's been happening. There has been a good bit happening for both of us and kind of discuss what we're going to go through over the next few months, preps, etc. competition wise. But first of all, basic lifestyle, what we do outside bodybuilding, what's been going on for you? I have got a lot going on for me at the moment, mate. So, outside of obviously the bodybuilding remit, um, yeah, obviously that takes up quite a lot of my, quite a lot of my life. Obviously, got the coaching, got a lot of the, lot to do with posing clients for men's physique, as well as obviously clean and crispy. So, invested heavily into clean and crispy this, this year, mm. bringing that back to life. Yeah, multiple, multiple, multiple different ranges coming through, like things in the works. Uh, I mean, it's just exciting stuff. Like, I've not. Yeah, I'm not really giving it that much love and affection and it kind of died off yeah. and now it's like just bringing it back to life and just bringing cool stuff through. Yeah. I think kind of having something like that outside of bodybuilding is like very refreshing yeah. to your bodybuilding. Yeah. Like I think that's where a lot of people will struggle when they go like full meathead, it's like just bodybuilding 24-7 yeah. and like if you don't have anything to kind of switch off, it can be very easy to kind of come somewhat complacent in bodybuilding, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's being able to switch between different things so you kind of have that like mental refreshment I think as well. Um, you also got Buddy in the picture now. Yeah we have Buddy. Yeah. So a little cap-a-poo. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah. fucking beautiful like he's the best thing. I remember when we were picking him went to this like really nice kennels and like I wasn't sure on this on Buddy himself because he never wanted to like get involved with me. He just kept running away. And then Jen was like, oh my God, I love this one. Cause he was so happy and like just coming up to you. And I was like, no, I don't like him. I don't like him. So we ended up, ended up driving away and I was like, no, I want that one. So <laughs> we, went, we ended up going back and we ended up getting him at a discounted price cause he was slightly older. And I was like, sick. I was like, take my money. Still a baby, don't he? He's like seven months now, eight months. Yeah. So he's now he's beautiful man. Like he's he's such a character, mm. but he's like he's so chill. Yeah, really, really chill. Chilled out to start. He was like tearing shit up. Yeah, but he's still fucking tear shit. <laughs> you can't leave any bananas or anything around. Like he yeah. loves fruit. It's weird. Log books. Yeah, literally <laughs> anything, anything. Like my log book now is battered, absolutely like like rips in it. If I ever leave it in the gym, I was like anyone found a chewed up log book? And they're like, yeah, so I've got you on the side, bro. Yeah, and he's look like it's been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. That's yeah. mine. What about you? What are you going to so we're here, my new apartment. Um, that was one of the reasons why we, first of all, like wanted to upgrade like production quality here and get some, some yeah. visual here. Obviously, it'll be good to kind of get some. Obviously, putting this on YouTube and then pulling some reels from this for Instagram. Yeah. That was the priority, and also where I was living over the last few months. Um, so living situations, relationships, have kind of like got a little bit messy. <laughs> so um, where I was living. Internet was pretty shit and I couldn't hack doing a Zoom, even on like some consultation calls, Wi-Fi was cutting out and you know yourself yeah. as a business and especially when like you really pride yourself in the quality of service, you don't want to be going on a consultation call and being like, oh shit, my Wi-Fi is acting up. Yeah, that's so, not quality man, like, that's uh, it's from the off when you like present yourself, you want it to be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so I was fine for like doing my work, but then if I had like consultation calls, I'd be like running to Costa. <laughs> and I'd just be like, right, consultation call, Americano, get to work. Um, but yeah, so we're here now uh, living with Jim Morrissey, Natty Little Fuck. Natty's bro. Yeah, he's a freak, man. We'll probably get him on at some stage. I was, yeah, I was going to say, if he, blew, if he did that, he'd blow the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, like on the podcast, but. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> 
There's two different conversations. <laughs> but yeah, on the podcast, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But equally. Yeah. If he took some gear, he'd be fucking massive. Yeah, man. Uh, Tons strong. Fucking like he's what, 190 pounds now. He's still relatively lean. And he was pulling five plates for reps yesterday. That's disgusting. Like, crazy. Yeah, you know what? That hurts my feelings at the moment. Because it's like, when obviously I'm in prep now, if everyone doesn't know. The beard, cheekbones. The beard is gone. <laughs> it's a little bit chubby still. Like I've got weight to come off my face. If it doesn't improve anywhere else, just off my face will be fine. But um, yeah, that's like one of the things. It's like just fighting with like six weeks out, six and eight weeks out, eight weeks out from the pro qualifier. Obviously, in the UK, we have to do a regional to qualify to be a pro qualifier. I'll do a pro qualifier. Whereas Ireland, obviously, it's, it's slightly different. You just jump balls deep into a pro, which I think is a little bit unfair, but still, nonetheless. Yeah. It's good warm-up material and you know like it's it's yeah it still sets you in the trend of like getting ready but six weeks out like logbook trying to hold that bitch. Fuck me man, it's absolutely kicking yeah. my ass. And it's like it's one of those mental battles you're going into the gym. I know I feel a little bit fucked and I've eaten into it mm. and I know I'm set and then it's just like first two exercises sweet, third exercise <laughs> it's just like it ain't happening. It ain't yeah. happening. And you get a pump for like the first two movements. You take off your jumper yeah. and you're just like, yeah, look class. And like two minutes later, you just cannot get a pump. <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, it's it's like really more of a mental game than anything. Is and it's uh, if you've ever prepped before, obviously you have. It's it's this like, what is it you want and keep focused on that. Yeah. Um, and even if it doesn't feel like it's going in the right direction, like just keep fucking cracking. Like for me, I've stopped looking at myself. Okay. Like I don't, yeah. In the morning, I'll get out of bed, shower, done. And like I don't yeah. analyze my physique. I don't look at my body. I don't look at anything. And I literally just the only thing I'll do is I'll take my checking photos in the morning whenever I check in with Cal, check in with him three times a week. And then from that, I literally just whiz them off and don't, don't even look. Yeah, yeah. I think I had this conversation with a client as well. He's doing a photo shoot with Eddie in a couple of weeks' time. And it's the same thing. It's like you have to, in hindsight, it's weird kind of telling someone as a coach. Like all these like little internal mind games that you have mm-hmm. with yourself, mm-hmm. but like man, they are fucking valuable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's so easy to get in your own head and like be microanalyzing your physique on a day-to-day basis and mm-hmm. not noticing the improvements because again, you're analyzing every like short period yeah. of time. Same way like with a client. Like if you get someone who's like an overweight client, the first like few weeks, man, you're seeing like kilo and a half, two kilo drop in scale weight, but like might, might not be that much in visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you're not really going to compare week one, week two visually. We might compare like week one, week four, mm. and it's weird because as you kind of transcend through that fat loss phase, you pull off like let's say 10, 15 kilos, and you start to look a little bit different. The next like five kilos, you could look completely different. Mm. You know what I mean? There's this like inverse relationship at the start of the diet phase to the tail end, where you're seeing the scale weight move much quicker than visuals. Mm. Like right now, like you. You could drop 0.3 kilo and it looks. Mate, if I big. if I drop 0.3 kilos, I'll be done. Yeah, <laughs> like, you ready? Yeah, 100%. me up. Yeah, literally, literally, I'm stepping on stage, but it's like <laughs> I I probably only have maximum. I'm sitting at 91 and a bit, a maximum two kilos to come off me. Yeah, and that's fucking stupid because I started at 97. Yeah. So it's like it's and we were having this conversation earlier. It's like prep is literally individual. So it's like what my food's still relatively high. What three seven on training day and three four non training day. So today's non training day. 
So I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> only tree to have to have uh, colors. Only tree to have to party for me. <laughs> but it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's like, and I'm only doing 20 minutes cardio, but it's like, for me, that's a lot. Like, my yeah. body is literally just churning through it metabolically. It's like, fucking furnace. It literally is a furnace, man. Like, if I, if I do anything, it's like, boom, gone. Yeah. So if I put my foot down now, I'd be done in like two weeks max. Yeah. So, and I've got six and eight, and it's eight that's the most important one, so the pro qualifier. Yeah. And the level of the boys that are going to these shows at the moment, mate, it's the first show of the season. Boys are taking years out in order to come back. Mm. And it's like, I know I'm really good, mm. but it's like, I gotta be really, really fucking good. And it's like, the, 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 the caliber is just 10 out of 10. Yeah. Are you spending much time analyzing other people. Yourself. Yeah. yeah, so my trick, yeah, is if I see someone that's competing, cool, acknowledge it, and then mute them. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is straight out of it. So it's like, it's not because I'm not, I don't want to back that person or whatever it is. It's not like out of disrespect. It's literally just like for my own sanity. Like, if you sat there, and this is obviously my clients go through it, especially first timers. If you're sat there just analyzing and looking at them and comparing and, and drawing analysis, what does that actually fucking mean apart from get yourself into a stress position and like mentally fuck with you the only real important thing that you need to worry about is what the judges think on the day yeah. and obviously instagram the way you look on instagram compared to what you is you look in real life it mate it's fucking chalk and cheese fucking pandora's box. it literally is man like there's boys that look sick and then you look at on, on instagram and you see him in real life and i'm like wait a fucking minute yeah you oh, wait you're five foot <laughs> yeah honestly you, you ain't that great like yeah. you know what i mean so there's so much mind games that go on with that. People always showing their best side, etc., etc. Like I'm one of them one, ones that kind of just like this is what I fucking look like. Get on with it. Um, and I think that kind of like plays in my favour because I, I I think I look better in real life than I do on Instagram. Yeah, which sure. is it's just one of them things. Yeah, and like as I said, there are like these people taking a lot of time out. Mm. Like your off season hadn't been like ridiculously long. You're eighteen over a year. Eighteen months. Like. Yeah, it sounds like a long period of time, but when you think about like how long it actually takes to put on t-shirt, and obviously like the rate that you've put on in that eighteen months has been sick. <laughs> you know what I mean, it looks like a two, two and a half year off season, yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, and obviously that was considering there was a lot like going on as well with like the stomach issues and shit. Yeah. Like you don't want to be looking back saying, oh, but if what well, yeah. if buts were never, but at the end of the day, like the work has been done, yeah. so like you're now ready to. Yeah. I think from my standing point, like obviously. I had all those stomach issues and it was this time last year it all started okay so that's when i was in hospital getting my fucking tube down my throat and everything and i even in hindsight i pushed myself to the point where i was still being sick eating a meal yeah. so irrespective of the stomach issues like i know in myself i'd done 110 yeah. percent and i couldn't have done anymore so whatever the outcome may be in the next eight weeks that's fine it is yeah. what it is um, and I, you know, you come to accept that, and then we just go again. Yeah. That's that's a bodybuilding mentality of like, irrespective of what happens, you don't be like, ah, oh, throw your toys out the pram. You get back on, you go again. Yeah. And there's a lot of people with like, they don't get the result that they want, and they just kind of like, well, maybe this isn't for me, and they start questioning a million more different things. Like, if it means something to you, get it fucking done. Yeah. You find a way around it. Hundred percent. And like, I've done a few posts on this, but like, as much as I hate the term like ticking the boxes. Like mm. the boxes get ticked, mm. you know what I mean. I think there is a a qualitative component to that as well, and that's why I kind of have this like internal gripe with that phrase because too too many people look at it like, oh, it's just about consistency, it's just about showing up, mm. it's just about doing the do. But like, how do you do that do? Mm. As weird as that sounds. Yeah, how much you grind? 
Yeah, it's like the quality of the work. Like, yeah. right, you could say 20 minutes cardio, but if you're just there, like, on a bike, making sure <laughs> Instagram, like, passively, basically fucking putting on fucking Tinder or whatever, like, you're not. You're not focused cardio. in terms of what it is. And yeah. I, I'm, whenever I'm on it, like, you need I'm your heart rate up. Yes. Yeah. If Jen trying to talk to me, shut up, I'm talking. I'm <laughs> it's like I'm not doing anything, like, but I'm, I'm so locked in in terms of what it is that I'm doing in that moment. Like, if I'm doing steps, I'm, I'm fucking doing steps. Yeah. Like, it, it, <laughs> yeah, literally, it's just like, get the fuck away, I've got shit to do. And for a lot for me, and I think you may be, be similar for yourself, is it comes down to regimen. Like, I find that, especially when you've got so many other things and facets of your business going on, having that regimen and structure from day yeah. one and building that into your day and sticking it, yeah. sticking to it, you get this done at this time and this done at this time, cardio's done, boxed off, steps, this. Yeah. Once that's built and ingrained in your day, it is then just a tick box system. Yeah. Yeah, you don't actually have to think about it, and yeah. it is literally just a doing it and getting it done. Because it's the ability to like task switch and like lock into that task yes. that you're doing, because you're not thinking like, you're not like doing steps and thinking, oh shit, what time's my next meal? Like, when yeah. am I doing this, that, and the other? What time am I training today? Like, minimize the variables. Yeah. Like, you see my fucking whiteboard over there, like, I've yeah. all my meals written out, and what time those meals are at. Yeah. Like, what time I'm training. Like, we know here with the lads, we're training at half twelve pretty much every day. Like, obviously, if some things come up, you plan and you pivot around it, but mm-hmm. you kind of need to reduce the decision making so that when you're doing each task, you're just doing that task. Mm. Um, simple as that, man. Same thing, like, with like your your own work like check-ins and stuff and i think this is where a lot of people will fall down when they're looking to like become an online coach and being self-employed like you've so much freedom you probably have fucking too much yeah like treat that shit like a nine to five mm-hmm. so like you're working at set hours you're getting that shit done you're not procrastinating saying oh yeah cool i've three check-ins to do i'll do them later <laughs> or like you know yeah I mean? it's like get that shit done yeah it doesn't matter what time, but just be consistent. Get them. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same, man. Like, especially being where I'm at, like, I get my, I wake up, cardio done, eat a little bit, straight upstairs, check-ins, sorted, finished, straight to training, training completed, finish off my, get some more steps in, have another meal, steps done, the, everything's done, boxed off, and then in the afternoon, gives me a couple of hours, like three or four hours, to either focus on building clean crispy or, or more setups or whatever it is in order to finish and then by that time it's like what five six o'clock and i'm like where the fuck is my day gone and i've been up since five <laughs> so it's like it's one of them things like my days go so quick which is sick I like, and i enjoy that yeah and i think another thing i've spoken about this with clients a few times read this in the book and it's just it's been fucking rent free in my head since then like the biggest internal stress we face is like a contrast or a dichotomy between what we say we're going to do and our mm. actual actions so like you said there like 5, 6 p.m. like you're done. Like you have that 6, 7, 8 p.m. window. You're probably asleep by half eight, nine o'clock. I try. Yeah. <laughs> like you have that two hour window to actually chill out, yeah. downtime. Like that's still being productive yeah. because you allocated that 100%. time to chilling out. Yeah. So you actually do it, you know what I mean? Like if you're, people get this false, this misinterpretation of like, oh, it's about like filling your hours, working 14, 16 hour days and like constantly working. Also bearing in mind like steps there, like you're going out with your dog, like you're training, that's still like a hobby, but it's stuff that you're planning on doing yeah. and you actually act on. Yeah. So the biggest thing that like people fuck themselves up with is like <coughs> doing things based off emotion. Yeah. And saying, oh yeah, I'm going through this, but then it gets to that time and they're tired, so then they decide to watch Netflix. Yeah. 
Like if you plan to watch Netflix for two hours and then you watch Netflix for two hours, that's you being productive. Yeah. I mean, don't watch it for like six hours. Sometimes. I think for me, a, a, a big part of it, and this is something I ingrain in clients, is recovery and recoverability, especially in a prep scenario. It's like, obviously, how, how, how do we recover? Downtime. Chill the fuck out. Obviously, prep is such a demanding situation. Literally, training, even off season, is fucking demanding. And like, literally, eating is hard work in your off season. Like, moving, just getting shit done is hard work. But from a recovery factor, that is the number one thing. And I think that's what I really fucking focused in is making and prioritizing that time, my time. Like, I'm doing fuck all at this time. Yeah. And that's cool, like that's fine. That's me being productive for my bodybuilding. Yeah. I've done all my like, business stuff, I've done everything that I need to do, I've ticked all the boxes on that, but now it's bodybuilding time. Yeah, so that mental refreshment, yes. so that you can get back to bodybuilding with yeah. intent. 100%. So, uh, obviously, we talked about me competing. Um, Dara, what are the competitive pounds, mate? Because you've blown the fuck up, mate. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's a very different man compared to you. last podcast. <laughs> yeah, like last podcast, I think I just took 20 kilos off you. Yeah, <laughs> you were sitting around, what, 110? I think I had 20 kilos off my face at least. <laughs> literally looking at pictures of the biggest face in the world. But yeah, sorry, yeah. goodbye to you, yeah. Greg. Um, yeah, so the plan for me was to go like 18 month off season. And obviously, if we're thinking like long term progression, like you need a lot of time in your off season. Mm. And with just with how like smooth the last few months have went, and also like weighing up, like right, what are my long term goals, and like what are what's the experiential value that I'm getting from prep and bodybuilding at this point? Um, I decided to actually crap a little bit sooner because obviously like I'm in here the same building with like Ryan, Joe Gahan, Darren mm. Mack, Kean, Ross is upstairs as well, um, and like not Ross but the rest of the lads are prepping this year as well, all going for the same shows and. It's it's weird because like I was weighing this up in my head. It's like that is that enough for a reason to prep? Because obviously prep is a long, it's a big commitment. Mm-hmm. And after I've done like what twenty three week prep last year, and like basically like almost a year. No, it's only been like eight months mm-hmm. off season. Um, and that was like with maintenance periods, fucking hair transplant. Um, is like, it enough? Is it enough mm-hmm. for long term progress? If I had like big ambitious goals with bodybuilding, no. You know what I mean? But I think for me personally, I know like a, a pro card isn't fucking on the horizon for me. Like that's not my goal. You know I don't know yet, you've not been in the mix. But that's the thing, so it's like from, from my standing point, it's like what is it you really fucking want? So there you, you prepped last time, you were still juniors but not juniors, mm-hmm. and you kinda of like got your toe in the war and it's like you don't know what your athletic potential is yet in that men's division based off what it is you've got. So yeah, you have the option of potentially prepping this year, yeah. seeing what, how you run, have you made enough improvements, that's entirely up to you at the end of the day, improvements have most definitely been made, mm-hmm. but it's like, you don't know what your athletic potential is until you actually are in the fucking mix and you've been able to give it 110%. Yeah, but I know if I am, if that was the case and I was looking for a pro card, like, I need a good few more years yes. of season. And I think for me right now, like, my values are more kind of centered around like, coaching, mm. lifestyle stuff. Like I just, I really want to be like a full-time coach, but I think there's a misconception here when I say like, oh, like a pro, I'm not getting a pro card. People potentially kind of hear that and say, oh, well, he's only given 80%. <laughs> it's like, mm. no, nah, like everything gets done. Mm. Like just because I say I'm not getting a pro yeah. card, 
doesn't mean that I'm not doing everything I would to get a pro card. I think a lot of people also misconstrue themselves. Like, I'm coming for my pro card. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? Where? Where? What? Where the fuck have you even come from? Yeah, give it another decade. In, in it though, it's like there's a lot of people that are like uh, they go misunderstanding in terms of what's actually required in order to get there. And, and I think I appreciate where it is that you're coming from because it's like that realization of like. Is this actually feasible? Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, it's the realization yeah. that when I move here yeah. and we're obviously going to shows more regularly, you actually see that fucking gulf of class. Yeah. And I think as well, back in Ireland, there is this like misconception, and understandably so, because as we talked about on Instagram, you're seeing fucking highlight reels and like you're seeing everyone best light and whatever. You can't make a direct comparison. So I always see it when I go home and like people are like Man, like you're fucking blown up. Like, are you getting pro card? Like, what's your dream? You yeah, got to the Olympia, yeah. and I'm like, mate, you have oh, yeah, no conceptually of what's exactly. required. Like, if you actually see yeah, a genuine world. bodybuilder yeah, in person, you'll be like, oh yeah, Dara's actually pretty fucking small. <laughs> but in it, yeah. but that's the reality. Though. It's like when you, like, the amount of people that I've kind of like become friends with, like even as like heavyweights or whatever it is, who have been vying to try and go pro for so many years mm -hmm. and. The, the, the gravitas in terms of what is actually physically required in order to turn pro and how fucking good you actually have to be. It's crazy, it's crazy. So it's like, for me this season, the goal is to turn pro, but as I said before, it's like the level of competition, I am not stupid to yeah. say that if I, if I don't, I simply, sweet, I'm just not good enough yet. And yeah. we go again, it is literally yeah. just that. Like I have the basis of, I could, but will it? I don't know, and I and I'm I'm not going to be disappointed or or anything either way. But the best believe I'm giving it 110. percent So we got our first lesson on the whole production <laughs> quality stuff. Um, we spent there for another like 20 something minutes. Yeah. We've 22 minutes of footage there. I think I need a bigger SIM card. Yeah. Like I cleared the SIM card of everything. So I definitely have more than 22 minutes on it. <laughs> but for some reason it cut off and it didn't beat. Um, it was quality as well. Yeah, you'll have to take our word for it, but it's just stuff that we'll kind of revisit yeah. over the next episode. But yeah, we've done a nice like long outro. We will be back with more people and uh, better setup. Yeah. We're gonna get what mics and mics. a bigger HD card. Yeah, SD card, SD card. whatever the fuck is called. Maybe something on that wall just yeah. looking bare as fuck, but um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Production quality will be up, we'll have more of this. Um, Thanks yeah. for watching. Like, subscribe, share, peace.